Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. After the Chiefs managed to leave the Lions scratching their heads, having almost beaten the Chiefs at Ford Field Stadium. The Chiefs win 34-30, and to discuss this game is myself, Brad Simcox, and our very own safety, Dave Barnett. How are we doing, buddy? I'm all right, thanks, mate. You nearly fucked that up, didn't you? I did, yes. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know why? Because a fly landed in me tea just as I was going on the air. Right, okay. And I'm trying okay. to pick it out now. Yeah, mate, I just give up on that. It's not worth it. No, I've got it now. It's all right. No, sal- but it's you, know it's been, you know it's been in your tea now. Like, it's you know it's mate. been in there. You don't know where that fly's been. That could that fly could have been hanging around crap all day. Yeah, but it, it, could, also have been, it could also have been on Margot Robbie. So, you know... That flies don't live that long, mate. That's not. <laughs> don't don't ruin the dream. No, ruin <laughs> I'm dream. ruining it for you. I wouldn't <laughs> drink that brew, mate. <laughs> I've already taken a sip. It's over with now. Uh, uh, this right. is me missing the next podcast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fly landed his drink. Yeah, and now he's <laughs> dying. <laughs> he contracted a disease, and now he's dying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so it's just me and you this week. Yeah. It's a rarity, this I think. Is it this is the first bit. time? Is this the first time we've ever done it? I think just it the is. Two of us. Um, other than that intro we did, where uh, you were taking over from. Uh, Tom oh, Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to wind him up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never knew we were doing that, but. No. Yeah. So yeah, it's just me and you, mate. And um, so yeah, you lucky few who are listening into this. Have, uh, I've got the best. You don't ones. have to port with Tom's dulcet southern tones well, for it, the evening. Do you know what? It, it's I think you get the two northerners. You know, yeah, it's it's the complaints from his potty mouth. Is it? Is that what, what it is? It is. That's to be honest, I genuinely think I swear more than Tom does, but <laughs> it just stands out so much more when Tom does it for some reason. I'd, maybe it's just because it's part of my vocabulary. People are just just like, oh, it's I was going to say it's the Mancunian fine. language has the swear words in it, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah, when you're like a mockney, yeah. you're like a bit of a mockney, aren't you? You know, it's 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 a bit you're more pronounced. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the uh, the, the game against. The Detroit Lions, and yes. I don't know if you heard the show that we did previewing in this show in this game, but me and Tom were saying, "Ah, this is going to be a total walk in the park. Mahomes is going to be in the dome. He's going to throw yeah, a, thousand, see, a thousand yards." You see, I would have been a voice of reason in that discussion. Yeah, but we didn't have you there, mate. And no, no, I think no. That was the problem because I, I did I, like I did my prediction video for this week, which didn't go up, which was basically. A waste of my time. But so you wasted 10, what, 12 seconds? T- of your time? 12 whole seconds of my <laughs> life. I'll never get back. No, but um, yeah, I basically said in that, like, I think this game will be a lot closer. I, w- I wasn't necessarily thinking it'd be as close as it was, but I did say I think this game will be a lot closer than people are expecting it to be because yeah. this is a good Detroit Lions team. Um, they're sort of flying, flying under the radar a little bit. Um, but. You know, I think Kenny Galladay is a massively underrated receiver. 
Yeah. Um, you know, the look if you look at the start he's you know he's had to his career. He you know he's putting up numbers comparable to a lot of other you know receivers that are very very good. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was a comparison between him and Calvin Johnson's first like I think it was like. 16 games or something and the, the stats weren't all that far off um you know that hawkinson looks like a good player as well uh, i actually said in the end. preview show i thought he would he would cause us problems and he kind of did in a way didn't he yeah up Hawkinson. until he went out obviously yeah. um after that crazy play but um yeah and then obviously their defense their d-line is very good um you know really really tough to run on for for the most part um obviously the the the, the the big thing was they they were missing a couple of guys from this uh, the the safe their their secondary yeah um Darius Slay was obviously the bigger one he's their number one cornerback so I can see why obviously people are feeling a little bit confident but you know Matt Patricia is a good defensive coach mm-hmm. um and yeah you, you know they've got off to a good start and that that stadium was loud as well yeah. very very loud on Sunday it's, de- it's definitely a testament to how the Lions played on defense because I mean the <laughs> Just the way that Mahomes had to really take his time and picking his passes, wasn't he? I mean, the yeah. coverage looked so good, and Mahomes, he did find a way through eventually, but it was yeah. really causing him problems. Well, I mean, it? the problem was that they were generating pressure off three four-man rushes, which is, yeah. you know, do- doesn't usually happen against our offensive line. Our offensive line is usually pretty solid. Uh, you know, you usually have to bring a blitz if you yeah. want to get pressure on Mahomes. Whereas, you know, the Lions were just bringing three, four guys on Sunday and constantly getting in Mahomes' face, which means obviously yeah. you can drop seven guys back in coverage. You know, sometimes eight if you're only rushing three. And, you know, it's a lot easier to cover five guys downfield when you've got seven, eight defenders covering all that space. Um, and, you know, I think they made a point of protecting the deep shot. Um, you know, letting us have especially you noticed it earlier in the game letting us have the underneath stuff let us have the crossing type mm-hmm. routes um but yeah just making sure they didn't get hurt by the big play and um yeah i say i think they're a good team and i think they'll surprise a few teams this year and um yeah i say it's a good result all all being said at the end of the day the yeah. performance wasn't the greatest but you know you go on the road in the nfl against a team that was also undefeated um you know you can't be disappointed with a win um you know I, I think we sort of discussed it before the show a little bit and it's like this is the kind of game that the patriots win year in year out yeah. when they're not at the best and they still just find it's what all, all the best teams do it's just finding you know, a way isn't it finding, finding a way, a way to, to win it, yeah. even when they're not not playing at their best and it's <laughs> i mean a lot of people's hearts were in their mouths i think i mean i don't think a lot of people were worried at the first, at the start where the, the chiefs went uh, 10-0 down i think everybody thought no 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 we, our offense it'll click into yeah, the yeah, second yeah. quarter and we'll be fine don't worry about it um but as time was going on and the the, the like the miscommunication or the timing that was going yeah. on with mahomes and his receivers which it was just it was uncanny, wasn't it? It was it was something that we've never been used to before, and we all expected it to happen in perfect conditions in the dome. Yeah, but it just didn't materialize, and we were waiting for this sudden burst, like we've been yeah. accustomed to or been used to all this time. Um, but it didn't happen, did it? No, and I, I mean, it looked like it might have happened because I think obviously when you mentioned we went ten nothing down, mm. we sort of came back straight away, 
and scored, drove down the field and scored, and yeah. all of a sudden it's like, okay, there we go. You know, kind of like a carbon copy of the Raiders game where yeah. obviously he didn't play great in the, the first quarter. Sort of drove down towards the end of the first quarter and scored right at the start of the second, and it was like, okay, here we go. We're back on, back on a roll. We'll, you know, we'll get things going again now. This looks more like it. Um, but as I say, a, a lot of credit has to go to Detroit for disrupting disrupting the passing game disrupting the timing you know there's just uh, you know i can just remember off the top of my head like five or six times where mahomes just had to throw the ball a little bit earlier than he wanted to yeah you know just couldn't quite sit there in the pocket had to move about a bit had you know had to sort of get the ball out a little bit quicker than he might have liked and you know plays weren't able to develop downfield quite as well um but as I say, you're going to have games like this, and it's how you sort of respond in that that kind of adversity when everything isn't going your way, because it's not going to go your way all the time. And that that's the thing. If you know, we say we had a bad game, and you know we still scored 34 points on the road. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's nuts. You know that that's crazy. You know that's, yeah. and you know the the Chiefs' offense still has not failed to score less than 26 points yeah. in a game with Mahomes at starting quarterback. Yeah. It's insane. And Mahomes' record now when I think the off- the opposition scored more than 27 points yeah. is 9-4, and four, which is an insane. That's crazy. Teams shouldn't, don't, don't win that many games when, you know, teams score that many points against you. And it just shows how high the expectations are for this offense that when they do have a slightly off day or the you know, everyone's suddenly like ranting and raving and, you know, going to panic stations and all of a sudden like, oh, everything looks terrible. And it's like, sorry, we just scored, you know, yeah. so I know six six of the points were a defensive touchdown, but even if you take that out, we just scored 27 points on the road. Yeah. Or the offense scored 27 points on the road against the tough defense. Like, I, I, I just, I, I, people's expectations are so crazy high now. It's in, It's insane. Yeah, well, we said it before in the previous podcast, haven't we? That you know the the expectation levels now of of you know getting three hundred plus yards every game and and getting three or four touchdown passes, um, it just seems to have been elevated to this next level. And when you see a player who's only getting three hundred and fifty, only getting have you heard the, the other term there? Yeah, only yeah. getting three hundred and fifteen yards and zero uh, touchdowns. I mean, he didn't get any interceptions either. So if you're no. looking at that at a box squad, you would think that's not bad. That's that, that's actually really good. You know, that's a and solid I mean, performance. Was, you know, on another day, you could have had three touchdown passes. You yeah. know, they were just short. All you know, all the touchdowns were short. You know, short rushes from the one yard line. They could have quite as easily just been called passing plays. You know, and I think Mahomes said it best after the game. Like, you know, he doesn't care if he throws zero touchdowns. All he cares about is that dub yeah. at the end of the day. And that's exactly it. Like, would Mahomes love another MVP trophy? I'm sure he would. But what would he rather have? That He'd rather or a Super Bowl ring? And yeah. I guarantee you it's a Super Bowl ring every day of the week. Yeah. And that's what I say, like, you're, you're going to have games like this. You know, he had a game like that against the Jags last year. But, you know, it, even then, he, I think he's, what, through a pick or two in that game? I think he did, If yeah. I can remember correctly. Yeah. Um, And, you know, people complain, like, okay, through four games, he's thrown ten touchdowns and zero interceptions. Mm. Oh no, <laughs> he's still, still 
kind of crazy, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. we'll play much worse def- defenses the rest of this year. So uh, yeah, I don't think um, there's any need to yeah go to panic stations quite yet. It's crazy to think that some of the media are actually saying that uh, you know have the Lions unearthed uh, a blueprint to slow down the Chiefs, and you're like, they scored 34 points. Yeah, they still scored for 34 points. How is that slowing down the Chiefs? Then you know the, the rest of the NFL's got problems if you can only hold them yeah. to like. And this is still points. without Ty- Tyreek Hill as well. Exactly. That's the crazy thing. It's like, you know, he's probably not going to be back next week. They've already said, and then they'll reassess. So he could be back for the Packers. Is it Packers after? Uh, I think. No, Texans I after the Colts. I think is it Colts, then, Texans, uh, then Packers? Is it? I think I know Colts, that's Texans, coming up soon. Packers, I think. Yeah, I think. That's um, so, yeah, I think you might be looking at either the Texans or the Packers game for a possible return for Hill. Yeah. Um, and you know the Colts, they've they've got some injuries right now. Mm-hmm. They look like they could be struggling next week. Um, and obviously, Chiefs being at home, um, you got to strike that up as a dub, haven't you? You you would hope You'd expect it. So yeah. Um. Obviously, the Texans. I can't figure out the Texans right now. They, I mean, they've got horrible coaching. Um, you know, they've got a great, great quarterback in Deshaun Watson, but horrible coaching, a horrible O line. Even after trading for Laramie Tunsil, yeah. Um, and yeah, if if DeAndre Hopkins isn't firing on all cylinders, then they really seem to struggle so we've got to hit you know, the right of them I suppose uh, yeah, yeah it's like they're the kind of games you 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 have to be winning you know it's not like I won't say you expect to win because you know any game like that's always going to be tough yeah um but we should you know, actually um we should actually have more Claiborne back actually for the next game as well which yeah um, um although I I don't know you know the how much of a difference that will make right now? Um, a lot of Chiefs fans are thinking that he's, he's the answer. You know that um, Charvarius Ward isn't the, isn't the guy that I mean is a good stand-in, but Charvarius Ward shouldn't be covering a number one receiver all day. No. I'll say that much. You know, putting Charvarius Ward on a guy like Kenny Galladay is asking for trouble. I yeah. think. You know, I'm certainly not upset with having Ward in the rotation, but you know, I <laughs> yeah. Asking is, him to cover him on the answer, That's the thing. No, I, I don't believe so. I'm certain might be an upgrade on Charvarius Ward, but mm. I still would like the Chiefs to go out and make a move at cornerback. I yeah. still want them, you know, not whether it's Ramsey, whether it's someone else, I still would want them to go out and make a move at cornerback because mm. I just I feel like there's not that's the biggest piece that the Chiefs are missing right now. Yeah. Some people are uh, uh, pinning the pinning the you know the defensive troubles on the on the cornerbacks at the minute, but others are also pinning it on maybe the linebackers, maybe the D line. Where is it for you that you think that's that's the biggest hole that you need to kind of fill first before you address all the other areas? I mean, I've not really had a chance to rewatch the game yet, so I, you still I looking behind your hands? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't po- yeah, I couldn't say at the minute. Um, without seeing sort of what's going on on some yeah. of the running running plays, it's it's kind of it's difficult to discern when you're watching it. Yeah, I on, mean, you know, from the sort of um, television view, it doesn't yeah. really give you a good angle of what's going on, you know, up front or where the linebackers are, you know, to what angles they're taking that kind of stuff. So mm. it's hard to say without really seeing. 
you know, but as I say, I said at the time, I said this a few weeks ago, it's still early. Like, mm. you know, this is four, game, four games into a defensive scheme. You've got to give it time. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's still like this at, you know, mid-season, week eight, week nine, then the alarm bells really start to ring. But I'm, I'm willing to give them a bit of time to work it out. You know, Brendan Daly, the D-line coach, the guy we brought in from the New England Patriots, was, you know, highly sought after. And, mm. you know, I, I I think things will sort itself out. I, you know, I like um, Matt House, the guy we brought in from Kentucky. Um, he, I believe he's the he's coaching the linebackers. So, you know, the coaching talent's there, and I do think they'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I say I'm willing to give it a little bit more time before, you know, um, we sort of panic a little bit too much but you know i i'm hoping they can sort some things out because yeah it's not ideal right now but it's point i say when the lions could control the clock like they were able to yesterday um it makes it more difficult it's another running game though isn't it it's another team that does the a really good running game we had it with the ravens before and they causes a bit of problems the yeah. lions have done the same thing now so yeah. you've, that's surely got a point to like the the D line, maybe middle linebackers. Well, you would think D line or linebackers, but yeah. as I say, it's really hard to tell. It's not one of those things that's hugely obvious when you're watching it live. Um, so you know, it's hard to say. Um, but I'm saying I'm sure it'll, there'll be people breaking it down in the week, and you'll be able to get a better look at what's going on and who seems to be making the mistakes. But as I say, just I, I think you've got to give it a bit of time yet. First, yeah. you know, we've still got guys that are new to this scheme and they're still figuring things out. Um, you know, there are some positives there. It's not all doom and gloom. Yeah. And um, yeah, just just give it a bit of time. I would say at the minute, we'll talk about the latter part of the uh, the game in, in, after this bit. But um, yeah. the, the 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 big thing in this game was very much the fumbles. The turnovers. a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them. I mean, I've never seen a Chiefs team for a while actually, like you know. Fumble four times. The well, it wasn't just the Chiefs, though. It was both teams. Well, at one yeah, point. exactly. But I mean, the, I think it was the way the Lions were punching that ball out every time. It was yeah, it that was, was like they, were, they they had this kind of game plan of we know that they can punch this out every time, and and it was causing us massive problems. I mean, four. I mean, I've never known that before. And the person who you would expect to actually fumble because he carries it like a loaf of bread is McCoy, and he never he never <laughs> yeah, fumbled yeah. it once, did he? Um, um, it's yeah, crazy. it's obviously something they've been like. They were actively go- punching at the ball. It's obviously something they've been working on, and yeah. you know, you see teams do it all the time. Um, you know, I, go go for the ball, and it's not always as successful as it was yesterday. It was just a weird sequence. I, you know, I don't think it, there's a a major issue there. I just think it's a weird sequence that just happens. It was just a weird game all around. Yeah. Like, it genuinely just one of those games where you kind of sit back afterwards and go. I'm not sure what happened there, but we've got a win. Let's move on. Let's not worry too much on about it because it's not something we really have a lot of trouble with. Yeah. Usually, you know, fumbles wise. Um, I don't don't think we particularly fumble more than anyone else. Well, that's why it was surprising, I think, wasn't it? Because. Yeah, but as I say, it it happened with both teams. You know, we forced a fumble on Stafford and then Johnson and, and, you know, recovered both of those. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah, I say it's not 
I'm not going to worry again. Not going to worry too much about it again. But it it was just just a weird sequence of events. That 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 third quarter had a really weird feel to it for some reason. Yeah, the um yeah the fumble recovery that you're on about there with um with with the Chiefs was it? It wasn't Natty, was it? It was Williams, I think, wasn't it? it was Xavier Williams? Yes, it was. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it honestly these these next two players we're going to discuss. It looked as though the Chiefs had been watching England and the Rugby World Cup. <laughs> so that's what it felt like because it was almost like a scrum at the line, wasn't there? Where Williams managed to scoop it out and flick it, flick this fumbled ball out the way, and then um, uh, Breland picked it up and took it ninety nine yards to the other end. Insane play, and everybody was a bit stunned. I mean, the whole crowd went quiet, didn't they? Because they didn't know what the hell was going on. But it was. I mean, if you look back at the the replays, it was definitely a fumble. He wasn't down, was he? Uh, no, it was definitely the right call on the field, and f- I have how to say, called that? I don't know. How. Props to the yeah. props to the ref crew for not blowing it dead, um, because this is the crew that botched a call um, in the Rams Saints game a couple of uh. weeks back. Um, so whether that's made them hyper aware of you know letting it play out, and yeah. because that's what that's the thing that all the refs are told to do: let it play out. You know, you can't. You know, you can't review something that's been blown dead. You can review something that you've let play out, and that's the thing. What the, uh, you know, and that's why they tried to do it. I think you know you have to probably look at the Lions to an extent because they kind of just you, you know a couple of their guys were just walking off the field and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It was you know it's, it's until you hear a whistle. You know, that's what I was always taught playing football. You know, until you hear a whistle, Keep going, don't yeah. stop playing. You yeah. just don't stop playing. You know, Kenny got Kenny Galladay could have made the tackle at the goal line if he, you know, mm. if he just had been paying attention. He kind of just sort of made to grab it, um, Breland, and then just let him go. And he then, whiffed it really, didn't he? Yeah. He was like, yeah, just. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I say credit to Breland. It's a heads up play. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think he's been the standout guy in. Um, out of all the cornerbacks for the Chiefs so far this year, um, looks like a really good pickup, um, yeah. and hopefully can continue, um, how he's been going so far. Um, but yeah, I say you need those kind of things in games like that where everything's not clicking for your offense. You know, it's that kind of thing can just sort of drag you on through in 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 a tight game like that. Yeah. And the other rugby style play that we're going to talk about is uh that crazy kind of layoff. From Kelsey, he went up, got yeah. the ball, and uh, literally as he was coming back down, he flicks it onto McCoy, who, yeah, it was a nice, nice gain of yards there, really. But what the hell was going through Kelsey's mind at that point? I, he clearly knew what he was going to do before it even landed, didn't he? And he, he was in the process of throwing it to McCoy. I mean, it's one of those things. If it goes horribly wrong, <laughs> yeah. people are gonna give him a ton of crap about that after the game like a ton yeah you know if, if he'd got a hit a split second earlier and fumbled that on the ground then the lions would recover it or something like that um you know he'd have heard it from andy reed on the sideline but yeah when it comes off like that it just looks like a heads up smart play um and yeah fair play um i'm not sure it's something that they drew up but uh, you know reed will claim it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> I don't think they'll say otherwise. But yeah, as I say, heads up play, and you know, it kind of one of those things that can be a 
Yeah. Like fire a team up when you yeah. see something like that. Definitely. Um, the uh, Towards the end of the game, I mean, it was, again, hearts and mouths kind of moment, wasn't it? Um, I yeah. Think yeah, Gollard, yeah. Gollard, did just get a touchdown. Uh, yes, yeah, three yeah, points yeah. Extra, A nice toe-tapper, yeah. Yeah. Um, he managed to get in, and uh, it, I think he made it 27-30, I think it was at that point, wasn't it? But... Yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but um, on social media there was a there was a video of Golladay celebrating on the sidelines, and the, and the video pans up to all the all the fans in the crowd, and there's two Chiefs fans high fiving each other. This is after the Lions have actually scored a touchdown. They're high fiving okay. each other as if to say, "We got this now. We've got two minutes left. Two two minutes twelve seconds left yeah. for Mahomes to go down the field and get a get a touchdown." They were that confident. They were high fiving each other. I mean, it's almost that inevitability because I mean. Yeah. Look at, I would say, probably the Chiefs-Patriots game last year when Hill scored that touchdown. Yeah. You just knew it was there was too much time on the clock. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's almost like that with Mahomes, even though he didn't have the best game yesterday and the offense wasn't really clicking. It's just like you give guys like Mahomes, like Brady, like Breeze. Yeah you know that chance late in the game to drive down the field and pull out the victory how many times do you see guys do that i know so many times and, and we had then... another another fourth and eight moment as well i know the other one was fourth and nine against the ravens last yeah. year but fourth and eight and i was thinking this is the game right here this is it yeah um and i, I, I my son was sat watching me going is that it dad is that it i says if we don't make this pass that's it it's game over and we both jumped up at the same time when that happened yeah. so um yeah it was a great moment and and the other play as well where um Mahomes scrambled didn't he instead of actually throwing it i think he just saw the gap and thought hell to this i'm running with it yeah um and he got about 14 15 yards gain or something from nine yards nine yards needed yeah, um, and I say it's just one of those things. The Lions basically are in man coverage. Yeah, and if you don't get to the quarterback, and all the receivers are downfield, it leaves a lot of empty space in the middle of the field, and that's exactly what happened. There's heads up, heads up play from from Holmes to recognize that you know the defense was in man, and obviously that left no one on himself. So yeah, yeah. plenty of plenty of room to scramble up the middle of the field to get the the first down, and I think after getting that first down. I think that's when it was like, yeah, okay, we yeah. got this. <laughs> that like we're we're gonna do this. Yeah, and when there's a big play needed, mm-hmm. who is the guy that you need to make that big play? That's right, Byron Pringle. Yeah, yeah that's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. You need yeah. that guy to make the big play. I mean, it was like a pinball machine when he caught when he <sighs> caught that ball. I think it was like. Three, four yards out, or something from the goal line. I, th- I think he caught it on about the. Was it about the f- eight, nine yard line? Yeah, and got it down to like the four yard line, the three and he yard. Managed line, to shake off two tackles or something, and then yeah. he, he spun round and literally like hitting a wall. There was another defender on him, and I. Th- oh yeah, that I was oh, heart in mouth on that third hit. I was like, after seeing all the fumbles we'd had in the game so far, I was like, <laughs> please keep hold please of don't get. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, that, a hell of a play, um, and that's what I say. That was, I think that was the good thing for me yesterday. Despite the fact that the offense wasn't really clicking, yeah, so many guys stepped up and made a play here and there. You know, there was not Kelsey was the one constant. I think yesterday, the one guy that yeah, you know, consistently made some catches. But everyone else, it was just like, you know, just. A, one catch when you needed them to 
you know it wasn't like no one else had a like no one had a really big game but there was just a number of guys that just just popped up and made it made you know yelled and made a couple of catches on one of the early drives and yeah it just seemed like one of those days where you just kind of like spreading the ball about and just getting it to the guys that are open and Mahomes has shown a willingness to do that anyway mm-hmm. uh, and you know even more so yesterday and it gives opportunities for guys like Pringle because I think Watkins had come off the previous play um, yeah. so I think that's pretty much the only reason Pringle was on the field and yeah it was a, a really good catch in traffic has hold on to that ball as well it was just like yeah okay nice yeah and we are one of two teams at the moment. Uh, I think there's a game on tonight, isn't there? Uh, there is. Yeah, it uh, is. Um, what is it? it is. It's the Steelers and somebody else. Yeah, I can't remember. It's somebody else is who's it unbeaten. Bengals. Who is it? No, it's not the Bengals. No, not is Bengals. Anyway, Someone else unbeaten. Somebody else unbeaten. I think. I think the oh, three and zero or something. Who is it? Hang on, I'm checking now. <laughs> Talk amongst yourself, mate. I need you to check. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's the Steelers because I've got Juju Smith-Schuster in my fantasy team, but yeah. I don't know who they're playing. Let me have a look. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, no, but the uh, the Chiefs are one of two four and all teams at the moment, and the other team being the Patriots. Shock horror the New England yeah. Patriots. Um, and uh, according to the stats as well, I mean, I haven't actually watched the game back yet. I need to watch it back, but... Um, Brady had a woeful game. Uh, yeah, that Bills, yards. Bills, Bills, Bills defense is tough, man. I, yeah, I don't think people will be sleeping on them anymore. This is it's the thing. Safe to I say. Mean, I'd, you know, if, if the Chiefs had a Lions yeah, Pittsburgh defense versus or a Bills Cincinnati, defense. by the way, sorry guys. Yeah, it is Pittsburgh versus Cincinnati. Is it? Yeah. Oh right, I thought it was an old yeah. yeah, three and old team. But yeah, because the the Cowboys, the Rams, um, the Bills, the Packers. All lost. All lost, yeah. And they were the other three and O teams, right? Right. Was there anyone else I was missing off that list? No, don't think so. So yeah, all the other three and O teams lost. So literally, the Chiefs and the Patriots sit atop the NFL as yeah. it stands right now. So shock uh, horror. Well, this is it. I mean, a lot of people are saying that this season's pretty much playing out of who's going to be playing. Uh, you know, where the Chiefs and Patriots are going to be playing in the uh, in the AFC in the AFC game. Championship game. That's yeah. what people are, are saying at the minute, and it is looking like that at the moment. But um, yeah. both teams really need to kind of sort it out after this game on offense, because uh, yeah, that was that was that was terrible by even by Brady standards as well. But know, I, I say we said it. You know, winning games even when you're not playing well, exactly. and that's that's the thing that the Patriots have always done, and what we're starting to do, hopefully, from mm-hmm. the looks of things. And uh, you know, it, there'll be a game this season where Mahomes comes out and throws six touchdowns. Yeah, that'll happen. I guarantee it. This is the kind um, of game that kind of keeps us humble, isn't it? Yeah, it, you know, and that's fine because yeah. as I say the Lions were undefeated. Like people who walked into this game thinking we'd steamroll them. I'd, clearly not watched the Lions play this year mm-hmm. they're, they're a better team than people give them credit for and I say hopefully it is a little bit of a, re- a reality check for for you know people to just be like okay you know there's gonna be you can't sleep on anyone really in it you know outside mm-hmm. of the Dolphins because the Dolphins are probably the worst team I've ever seen they run that they run that game close as well my yeah. Dolphins Wait, but that's what I mean it's like you can't really afford to sleep on anyone in the NFL yeah. look at what the Bucks did to the Rams yesterday 55 oh, points yeah. on the road 
in Los Angeles. That's crazy. That came out of nowhere, you know? didn't it? It was a that's strange, what I mean. And, strange week, and that's why I'm it? saying, yeah. that's why you can't sleep on anyone because if you do, you will lose games, and you know you'll have those slip ups because I say it's just the NFL is, you know, it's the the league of parity more so of any professional sports league yeah. just because of how the draft works and various other bits and how you know the schedules work and stuff so you know the amount of teams like there's usually one team that goes from worst to first in the division every single year yeah. a team that kind of comes out of nowhere so yeah it's just not like it's just not a league where you can afford to sleep on anyone on a week to week basis and um yeah as i say i think you know, if the the Chiefs can get that Patriots mentality of like winning ugly, then you know they're going to be a really tough team to stop because you know when it's clicking, they're almost impossible to stop. Yeah. So if they can still play, you know, poorly and win, then what are you supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, winning ugly is still winning, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly, mate. Uh, the last thing I've just got to mention is the the Arrowheads Abroad uh, members have all been voting on who their favourite or who the man of the match was. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Game. And but it's got, it's got to be there's an obvious one, right? <laughs> the obvious one? Who do you think is the obvious one? Uh, Chris Jones, right? It's got to be Chris Jones. No. If I was going to guess. It's not <laughs> it's Chris not Jones. Chris Jones. Jesus. I, I know. It. This was actually quite mixed, but um, I was very surprised that uh, Brashad Breeland was voted. Man okay, that's... That's fair, I'll, but yeah. I no, it definitely should have been Chris Jones. Chris Jones was wrecking, absolutely wrecking yesterday. Yeah, um, I totally agree. You know, had one sack and a fumble. Should have had a second forced fumble that caught, caught back. You know, wiped out by a nah, he's unplayable isn't penalty. He? When he's on form, yeah, yeah. He, like he's unblockable. Like it, it, you, you ask a guy to block him one on one, and it's going to end sadly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a guy you have to double team, and um, I think guys like Ogba and a, you know a couple of others see the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I say he's he's he looked back to his unstoppable best the last couple of weeks. So yeah, um, yeah hopefully he can keep that up over the next few weeks. Yeah, I, I would have actually thought it would have been Kelsey with that uh, that nice little layoff he did. Yeah, yeah, and he was like the he was still Mister Reliable, even yeah. though. I mean, the thing is that doesn't count on his stats either, no. No, yeah, McCoy gets point. the yeah. stats on that. He does, well. yeah, he does. Oh, that's terrible. Feel bad for him now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's give him the man of the match. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, Bashar Breeland is the man of the match for the Arrowheads Broad members. So uh, congratulations. <laughs> we'll send that yeah. trophy over to you, Bashar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sits over in the post. <laughs> or did they get lost again? So oh, tuba smarties <laughs> <laughs> with the blue smarties in as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think we'll end it there, bud. We yeah. talked about smarties for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, uh, those are our it's thoughts. not Tudor Chris. <laughs> <laughs> those are our thoughts on the Arrowheads Broad podcast. Let us know your thoughts by heading over to the Arrowheads Broad Facebook page and Twitter page at KC Chiefs underscore UK. So, from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon.